Welcome. Welcome back to Thank You For Your Time. I may sound stuffy because I am. <laughs> because she just spent some time in her feels crying. I was sad. I wasn't just crying. I looked at Natalie and I said, it's happening. And then I started sobbing. So thank you, Shannon, for posting that really upsetting dog video on Facebook because I thought it'd be a good idea to, oh, you know, just watch it. Watch a short four-minute clip on a dog. Always a bad idea. And then I started sobbing. (laughs) And now I'm talking to all of you about it. She goes, there's only one song that could cheer me up. I was just completely, like, guessing. I was like, what? <laughs> September by Earth, Wind, and Fire. And, and then all it. of a sudden, it, it comes on the phone. That was it. Yep. It's, been, it's been an emotional day. I came over to your house. We stuffed our faces with Chinese food. Nobody so needs good. to order two orders of Crab Rangoon, but yeah. we really wanted mini egg rolls for free. So we but, just like, was it worth it? <laughs> Not really. No, they weren't, but it was still good. But the fried rice was good. It was. Dinner was good. And we also watched our favorite episode of Real Housewives of New Jersey, Singing in the Pain. Way too good. Way too good. It's and the- if you guys don't know what it is, go watch it. Season three. It's like episode 16. <laughs> it's so good. Natalie, what's it about? It's my favorite episode of any housewife franchise i think because it is when (laughs) gia judice gets up there and she sings her little heart out and sings about adult problems with her uncle and her mom (laughs) take it i know you want to sing it i know you do that's why you're laughing you're like i'm gonna do it i can see it in your eyes give give us a little tidbit okay we're waking up in the morning. <laughs> That's about all we got. <laughs> because you can't understand her after that because then she starts crying. But it is the most cringeworthy, like, 90 seconds in any oh. Housewife series. But Oh, my God. It's so good. And everyone's behind. watching her like she is the best singer I think she ever. has a record deal now, though. Does she, is she still a model? I think I saw... With Wilhelmina? <laughs> I don't know, but I think I saw in one of the articles when I Googled for what episode that was, it was like, Fetty Wap celebrates Gina's album dropping. Oh, yeah, that did happen. What's Fetty Wap doing? (laughs) Nobody knows. He has like six kids with six baby mamas. Did you know? Um, Did you know that Eddie Murphy is having his 10th child? He can afford it. Can Fetty Wap? (laughs) What has Eddie Murphy done recently? Who cares? Shrek. That's all he needed to do. Especially since it's making a comeback. That's fine. Does he still do stand-up? Probably I don't not. know. I forgot he existed. I think the last thing okay. I saw him in was Daddy Daycare, and that was it. Ooh, good film. <laughs> Is it really? <laughs> what else was he in? Daddy Daycare 2? <laughs> <laughs> what else? Besides Shrek and Daddy Daycare <laughs> Um, Dr. Doolittle. Okay. The, what was that one with the fat suits? The fat suits? Yeah, everyone wore fat suits. Medea? <laughs> no! <laughs> Hold on. What's his name? Eddie Murphy? Yeah. 
Hold on. I'm fact-checking my thoughts. Eddie Murphy. Fat suits. <laughs> it's gonna come up. <laughs> fat suits. Fat Albert. No. <laughs> Hold on. <laughs> he wasn't in Fat Albert. <laughs> this one. The Nutty Professor. Oh, okay, okay, okay. Yeah, the Nutty Professor. What's Fat Albert? Wow. We... Why did I say Fat Albert? <laughs> We've already gone on a tangent. This is not <laughs> on our list of things to talk about today. Yeah. Um, so anyways, thank you for tuning in. We are on... <laughs> what are you laughing about? <laughs> Was he in Fat Albert? <laughs> Is that Keenan Thompson? <laughs> I didn't expect Keenan Thompson hey, to be hey, Fat hey. Albert. I'm Fat Albert. Oh my god. That movie has 4.3 out of 10 stars. <laughs> Worth it. Um, so yeah, anyways, thank you to this episode of Thank You For Your Time. We got off to kind of a emotional start, but we're going to yeah, try to rein it I, in. I'm, I'm starting to feel a little better now. <laughs> <laughs> After I looked at that picture of Fat Albert. <laughs> um... But yeah, we had a couple things that we wanted to talk about today. I feel like nothing really big has happened celebrity-wise. Um, we always talk about that a little bit at the end. I think one thing that we wanted to kind of talk about today and kind of give you guys an insight of is how we became friends, like the story of our friendship, which, you know, we came... Is creepy. <laughs> I was going to say we came from humble beginnings, but oh. it's creepy. It's probably <laughs> creepy, humble beginnings. <laughs> came from creepy, humble beginnings. Um, one guess as to which one was the creepy one. Not me. <laughs> What's not me? <laughs> if you know me, you know I'm creepy. So I feel Sometimes like... unintentionally, sometimes intentionally. And she was very creepy intentionally towards me. Um, and so was Jane. I think she might listen. So shout out to Jane. Um, Jane and I were intentionally creepy towards you. Oh yeah. So for those of you that don't know, I feel like there's two versions to this story. It's your version and then the like right version. (laughs) My version is the right one. What? Okay. Wait a minute. You tell the story and I'll jump in when the (laughs) truth needs to be told. Um, cause yeah, we met in college and just to kind of give some background, the college that we went to, it was super small, like 2,500 kids. Um, so our grade was not that big and I had already been on campus for like two and a half weeks at that point because I had preseason for golf. Um, and so, you know, I (laughs) thought I was like, and I, in those two and a half weeks was crying at home already (laughs) having sadness about moving away from my mom no I was living my best life like I thought I knew everything that I needed to know about college at that point in the campus um I mean it's not that hard you could just turn your head and you could see the other end of the campus so it's it's not like there was much space to get lost um but yeah so when all the other freshmen came to campus you do an orientation like every college block party does <laughs> except we had a block party um why'd they stop doing that maybe because, because all the seniors would come <laughs> and like pray on the and freshmen like, pray. literally pray on the freshmen yeah that's probably why yeah we'll, we'll get but it was fun 
We'll get into detail about that. Um, Sorry, I'm jumping ahead. Yeah, you are. This is why I have to let you tell the story. <laughs> so, yeah, we were given our orientation groups, um, but I think even before that... Um, <clears throat> I can't think of who was in my orientation group. I wish I could remember one person. I know one person. <laughs> and it wasn't you. Um, I know. But, yeah, so before things get started, we were told that we needed to go to the gymnasium um, the arena, sorry, it's college, not high school. Um, what was that place called? Tarble. Arena? Tarble. Arena. Tarble Arena. Um, so yeah, we had to go there because the president kind of gave his speech at the beginning of the school year, and you president, know, shout out to President Campbell. Yeah, were was you going to say name? Woodward? <laughs> Woodward? No, President Campbell. Um, so yeah, I mean, I kind of didn't want to go. I was over it. I thought I knew everything that I needed to know. I Natalie even... was way too cool for school at this point. I was. I don't even think my parents came and visited again. Like, they moved me in for preseason, it, and it was deuces. Wow, they didn't give a shit see, about you. <laughs> see you at Thanksgiving. Uh, <laughs> um, so, yeah, my I... My didn't let me have my car, and that's probably for the better. <laughs> you would have been home every weekend. I know. She was like, Miranda needs to get out into the world, experience life. And I was like, no. <laughs> it's probably good that Carrie didn't give you your car. It's a good thing Jane was there. That too. Um, so yeah, we were sitting in the arena and I mean, I didn't really know anybody. I tried not to sit by any of my teammates. Um, at this point, I think Danielle and I, I still hated Danielle. It was kind of a one-sided thing. Um, so we weren't close yet. Shout out to Danielle. I know you listen. Let me know. Sorry. Hey, Danielle. Uh, um, <laughs> so I was sitting next to a guy. I remember who I sat next to, the guy. Um, I'm, <laughs> goodness, I'm not even going to say. Um, but I... note for later. What? Carry on. Okay. Um, but I turned around because I noticed that there were two girls that were sitting um, behind me. And I kind of... I heard them talking and I they sounded like they knew each other or something so i was like okay so i'm talking about how much we missed our moms (laughs) (laughs) probably so i turned around because i thought i was the big shot and i looked at them i was like hi i'm natalie and i introduced myself and they introduced themselves they're like oh we're jane and miranda we're new here (laughs) yeah we're new here i don't remember what we said but i do remember saying that jane and i knew each other from high school yeah, I think that was how you guys started off. So it was normal. You told me that you guys knew each other from high school. And I was like, you know, I was like trying to make friends. I was like, oh, are you guys going to go to the block party tonight? Like I heard that's like a, the awesome thing to do. These two look at each other and then turn to me, look me dead in the eye. They're like, no, we're probably just going to sit in our rooms and cry about how much we miss our moms. <laughs> dead, dead. We were serious. We were dead serious. And I, I like, wish, I wish we were kidding. And I looked we at them and I was like, oh, <laughs> and they didn't laugh back. And so I was like, <laughs> they didn't laugh back. And I was like, oh, okay, have fun. And I turned around and I was like, and my she was like, God, what the fuck? I was like, I probably should have sat by the people that I actually know here. Um, That's what (laughs) happens when you try to take a chance, Natalie. Gosh. So that was that first conversation. Went to the block party. You know, didn't see them. It was whatever. Um, We went. I know you did. (laughs) (laughs) I I know you guys did. Not for long, but we went. (laughs) But that's good. You were able to get out of your room. Um, 
but yeah so you know I didn't see either of them really after that and then all of a sudden I'm walking back to my dorm room which was one of the further dorm rooms from the uh academic buildings and so I'm walking and I walk past like the flagpole which is where you go when you want to take the shuttle to go to the parking lots um you know leave campus this that or the other I'm walking by I'm not even so the parking lots so the parking lots (laughs) oh was that before the shuttle took you anywhere else because now the shuttle goes everywhere where does it go I think it goes to Piggly Wiggly and like the dollar store and stuff now. Shut up. Spoiled kids. Wow, um, those kids haven't made. I know. So anyways, I'm not even paying attention. I'm just walking. And then all of a sudden I hear, hi, Natalie. <laughs> and I like stopped and I kind of looked around. At first, I didn't even recognize <laughs> Jane and Miranda. And so I kept walking and then they're like, hi, Natalie. Like a little <laughs> bit louder. And I stopped. And I turned around. Forcefully forcing friendship i think it was jane that did that thing where she like went like this with her hands where she's like kind of like what the hell and so i look and then they're like again they're like hi natalie at the same time it is like the creepy twins from the stan like from the stanley hotel what is that from the shining the two twins at the end of the hallway that are just standing there oh come on we weren't that weird (laughs) yes that was creepy and then i'm like hi and then I don't remember if it was you or Jane. They're like, they were like, do you remember our names? And I looked at them and I didn't like say something anything. I would say. It's say probably anything. me. And then it was probably you. And then I remember somebody, it was probably you that said, um, come on, Natalie, you don't remember our names. And at this point, I was so kind of weirded out and frustrated. I was like, that's not even fair. There are two of you and there are one of me. Like, how am I supposed to remember your guys' names? And then, because we were cool. Do we really consider that cool? (laughs) My first impression of you is that you went to go cry in your room the first night about missing your mom. I take that as that was the first sign of that I'm completely honest in friendships. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I didn't try to lie. I didn't try to act cool. I know, and that was the weirder thing, is, like, (laughs) knowing how serious you guys were in your answer, because you didn't laugh when I started laughing. (laughs) That's when I was like, okay. What normal people would have done is that they would have said that and then realized, like, that's fucking weird. (laughs) Maybe we should start laughing. But no, we didn't pick up on that. Yeah, no, they didn't pick up on the social cues. Wait, so then what happened after that? I don't remember. How did we actually become friends? Um, I think we actually became friends because somebody lived on your floor that I went over to go talk to. Freshman year? Yes, because you lived on the third floor of Johnson. South. South, yes. Next to Laney. Yeah. Yeah. I don't, I don't know if I went for... I don't know who I went to go talk to. I don't know, because we didn't have any classes together. I think because you guys just kind of harassed me enough. On, that the, on Campus Drive. <laughs> on Campus Drive. That I kind of got to know you. It, it might prepping have been... us for Pi Theta Pledging. No. <laughs> <laughs> Calling people's names down Campus Drive. <laughs> well, yeah, true. Um, I forget what it was, but I just remember it might have been me going over to your guys' dorm room. That's actually what it might have been. For what, though? I don't know, to talk to you, because that's the first time I met Lainey. And because I didn't know Lainey before I knew you guys. And so... She lived with, um, 
I know. Yeah. So maybe. Because, yeah, I didn't know many people freshman year. It wasn't until sophomore year that I got to know a lot of people. And then I think sophomore year, Jackie lived down the hall for me. Well, by sophomore year, we were already, like, established friends. Oh. So who knew? I think I took that <laughs> leap of faith, and I just, like... Maybe these people aren't so weird. Went to your dorm room and admired your porcelain cat. <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> That's not weird. That was my grandma's. <laughs> Your porcelain cat. I had a porcelain cat statue. It was a Siamese cat. And your Lil Wayne poster. (laughs) And our Jonas Brother collage. Yeah. You know those wooden panels that were along the top? Uh Uh-huh. We put large photos of each (laughs) Jonas Brother above those. Like cutouts. And people are surprised that we're And pictures of Katy Perry. We would cut out pictures of for Katy kitty purry her perfume oh my of God. her crawling <laughs> we had multiple photos of her like crawling across the wall oh my god i'm gonna need to revisit facebook and look at some of these pictures oh, you're gonna good. have to send them to me they're good um, but yeah so that's kind of how we became friends because sophomore year i think we became closer because you did live in a different dorm on the same floor as the floor that i was always hanging out with yeah and I thought, like, you guys were so cool because you guys would, like, go to the bars and you were underage and I just would never have the balls to do that. And so I'd always, like, love hearing all of your stories. <laughs> yeah. Like, I got dragged over a fence. Getting dragged over the fence. <laughs> no big deal. No did big I, deal. Did I tell that story last episode? Yeah, about how you probably should have gotten, like, a tetanus shot. Yeah, and I cleaned it with the toilet water. You didn't did go I into... Did I skip you that out? Didn't did it, I skip that? You didn't go into detail. Well, Okay. Yeah, snuck into the bar, literally was dragged over the fence and still have scars on my legs from it. Um, I was a pledge at that time, and one of the active members was in the bar, very drunk. She had a fishbowl, and I showed her my (laughs) cut on my leg. She was like, no problem. Poured the fishbowl on my open wounds. (laughs) After that, I proceeded to use the bathroom. And clean this wound <laughs> with toilet water. <laughs> and you guys need to understand, like, picture your dirtiest, dankiest college bar that you guys went to in college. Think of, like, the hole in the wall that smells like mold. <laughs> like, <laughs> this bar was worse. Yes. <laughs> this bar was, bar- but everybody went there. I they mean, it was popping. It was walking distance from campus. It was the why. only one that was walking distance. Yeah. <clears throat> it was disgusting. And it was cheap. I wonder what it would be like if we went back there now. $1 Long Islands. And like $5 fish bowls. I was blacking out every other day. <laughs> How could you not? Imagine going somewhere in the city now for $1 Long, Long Islands. Islands. That place would make a killing though. Let's open up our own bar. Okay. Let's do that. Pay, what was it? Pay the day beer draft. So if it was like the first of the month, you paid a penny. Yeah. Three cents for a beer. That was crazy. Wow, those are the glory days. Those those were the glory days. Um, but yeah, that's kind of how we became friends, and then it just didn't really slow down after that. 
because <laughs> senior year for spring recruitment, which was like our big sorority recruitment time of year, um, Miranda and I decided to um, become Rokai's where we had to disconnect from our sororities for about a month and a half, two months. And so that was when we spent that was a lot the worst, of time together. The worst and the best. The worst and the best. The worst because we couldn't talk to people that we normally talk to. The best because... And do you know how hard it is ignoring people? It is. Pretending I, like you don't know them and they're pretending like they don't know you. It's like you're invisible. Yeah. There were some fun times that came along with that. All the Rokai's went out to go get drinks. And I think, was it you that called me and said that you were stuck in a closet because all of a sudden all these sorority girls walked in and you didn't want to be seen, but you couldn't leave? Yes. <laughs> I was at a party that I was told not to come to. What did my ass do? I went. You go. Of course. Because you told me not to go. So I go. And all these, like, P&Ms are walking in, all these, like, active, active members. And I was like, oh, my God, what am I doing? In your Rokai sweatshirt. <laughs> what am I doing? <laughs> yeah. I know. All of a sudden, I, like, get, I see, like, three missed calls and a text message, and you're like, I'm trapped. So I call you back, and all of a sudden, you're like, hello. <laughs> I'm like, why are you whispering? You're like, I'm hiding in a closet. <laughs> I was like, why are you hiding in a closet? I went to the baseball house. And now all these sorority people are here. And I can't leave without being seen. I've got to see if Barry can help me get out. (laughs) Yes. Oh, my gosh. Wow. I forgot that happened. But that did happen. And then all of a sudden you show up to the bar like 35 minutes later. You're like, I made it. I'm okay. Thank you, everybody. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. We have a lot of funny memories together. And that was the thing because last episode we said that we would kind of go through some of our memories whether it was about adulting or like any funny any funny stories um you know and kind of talking about these things now we're kind of like thinking of different things I know you had a couple of stories um yeah I have a pretty good recent one two recent ones actually (laughs) which one should I start with I'll start with the one that's not as good okay so I've been trying to, like, get into fitness. Um, (laughs) I'll start with with that. And so I was out for um, a brisk (laughs) walk (laughs) slash jog. And I didn't realize that there was a concert at Wrigley. And (laughs) so I'm like... Running and run, not running, jogging and jogging and jogging, jogging, and it was, it was like an old people concert, like an eighties. It was Pearl Jam. It was no, no, it was not Pearl Jam. It was like an eighties hair band. I want to say it was like Def Leppard. Oh, and Journey. Oh, it was something like that. So there was a lot of like fifty, sixty-year-old moms and dads, people from the suburbs that do not know how to get the fuck off the sidewalk and let people pass them like walking like hand in hand like four people across like no bitch walk your single file line like it's first grade okay don't take up the whole goddamn sidewalk i'm just picturing like four people like two couples but all four holding hands and they were all wearing like affliction shirts from buckle and like bedazzled jeans oh my favorite and like leather vests yes they were like biker moms and dads ready to just like let loose for the night 
yes so anyways i'm yogging i'm jogging i kind of slow down i'm like i'm like dodging people going in between people and all of a sudden i hear cheering clapping not a lot just from one person and it was my one fan the homeless man (laughs) (laughs) cheering me on he was like you go girl clapping you go hey hey and he kept yelling at people to get out of my way. He's like, get out of your way. What are you doing? It's <laughs> like, what? And I was a little bit scared. And then once I managed to run past him, he's like, you go. You go. And I was like, wow, that was nice. That was like your Rocky moment, like at the top of the stairs. You're like, yeah. Yeah, that's what it was. <clears throat> and then concerts around here are wild. People just need to learn to respect the rules of the road and walk in a single file line. Yeah, you can tell when the people from the suburbs come into the city. Not only in their driving. No, but you actually lived here. I'm not (laughs) referencing you. Rude. I'm referencing, like, families that come into the the city, like, once a year. And, like, don't know how to walk on the sidewalk or fucking drive. (laughs) I don't know how to do either. (laughs) (laughs) And I lived here. (laughs) Yes, you, you know how to drive. Engage nitrous. <laughs> yeah, on a quick side note, I used to have like this Febreze air freshener in my car, and it was one of like those gel things. And whenever we were stuck in traffic or I was driving Miranda around, and she got frustrated, <laughs> like you're my driver. What do you mean driving me around? We there was always a destination. You wouldn't just blindly well, would drive. Be a, there would be. A, there would be a destination if I was driving you around. You made it seem like you were my driver and I ordered you to drive me around. Yeah, kind Anyways. Of did. No, I didn't. You'd be like, I'm going to Kenosha. You want to come with? Yeah, I do. Okay, I'll be there in five minutes. Uh, yeah, true. Um, but I used to have one of those like Febreze air fresheners in my car and it was those little gel ones. And if we were stuck in traffic, she would get so frustrated and you would see it. And then she'd stare at the Febreze thing. She would go, nitrous and cake. And she would start like poking the crap out of this Febreze thing. And we're in standstill traffic. I'm like, you need to relax. And now it's, it's, now it's no longer in my car. I'll have to get you another one. I'll get you a new one. Okay. And engaged. And I'm like envisioning us like weaving through traffic, fast and furious, Tokyo Drift, the worst one. That one's... Oh, no, I don't like that one. Never mind. I was going to say my favorite, but mine's the third. No, Tokyo Drift is the worst one. Okay. What's the third one? I don't remember. It doesn't matter. (laughs) (laughs) We'll have to watch it When I was in high school, this guy... I wonder if I should say his name. I don't know who listens to this. I, I won't. Have, I'll refrain. I have metic- like I am very meticulous about names that I drop and names that I refrain from saying. So if you I haven't been, so maybe I'll <laughs> maybe I'll uh... Okay, so this guy in high school, he used to bring in in our art class, he would bring in CDs for the class to listen to. <laughs> he brought in the Tokyo Drift soundtrack. <laughs> and the teacher wanted us to pick one CD to listen to because otherwise we were constantly getting up and like changing it. And she wanted us to actually focus Work. on our artwork and not focus on what song was on. Mm-hmm. And so he would be like, I'm choosing the CD. Motherfucker chooses the Tokyo Drift soundtrack. 
And I don't know if you recall, but in Tokyo Drift, there's this song. It's like, Fast and the Furious. And it just like <laughs> says Fast and the Furious over and over and over and over. And it's like a K-pop song. <laughs> and it's really bad. I don't recall because I never put myself through okay. that torture. Let me find it on my phone and then I'll play oh, it for man, you. What is that one band? Is it like Enye? It's like Sail Away. Sail Away. Enya. That's that not was, K-pop. No, no, I'm saying that is the soundtrack that we had to listen to in art class in grade school and middle school. When it was We didn't have a choice. Really? Yeah, that was it. Well, in East Troy, we had choices. And the teacher would like listen to it with her LaCroix back when I didn't know what LaCroix was. And she'd be I like, used to drink LaCroix in high school. I drank it before it was cool, so fuck off, everyone. <laughs> Someone's... What was that? Someone's getting that? a little aggressive. I did hear that. I don't think our mics picked it up, though. These mics are good. I'm just saying. For being new podcasters, we really appreciate your guys' listening and putting up with us. <clears throat> While Miranda checks the song. I um, found it, but I won't start playing it. <laughs> please don't put me through that. I won't. Um, but yeah, you had What another... was I talking about that made me go into the Tokyo <laughs> Drift? <laughs> driving in the city how you could tell people oh, come from the suburbs yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the nitrous I'm like, I'm like why am i thinking about okay um my other story that i was gonna tell so back in when was it june i think i was going to florida so probably like two weeks beforehand i thought it would be a good idea to go tanning Oh, yeah. <laughs> I forgot what your second story was. Okay, go go for it. Yes. Because I was like Casper the Ghost. And my mom, I was going with my mom. And she was like, Miranda, you have to go tanning or you're going to fry in Florida. Which, of course, she was right. So I went to a, a tanning place. <laughs> and I was going like, I don't know, every couple of days. Level one. And... I was going in the same bed every time because there's only one lay down level bed or level one bed and one stand up level one bed. And I don't like the stand up because I want to like lay down and go to sleep. (laughs) (laughs) Naturally. So I only had one bed to choose from. Room 13. Oh, that's, that is the big mistake right there. Yeah. So I had been going in room 13. 13. I don't know. It was probably like my sixth or seventh time going into this specific tanning bed and every single time it the door would get a little stuck but like not very concerning i guess because it always opened (laughs) (laughs) but on this particular time i mean it was hot it was hot so hot i don't know if they just changed the bulbs in this bed i don't know what was going on i felt like i was in satan's lair when i was in that bed okay and i was dying and it was hot it was hot and humid outside too so it wasn't very cool in the place in general and i remember getting out of the bed and i'm like oh my god i cannot wait to just like go home and take a cold shower like this is all that i want right now so i started jiggling the doorknob (laughs) and nothing's happening and I'm like okay Miranda like don't freak out so I checked the lock again and I locked it and I tried to wiggle the doorknob and it was very clearly locked so I turned it again 
knowing that this was the unlocked position. And the doorknob's turning, but it's not opening. (laughs) And I stood there, and I thought to myself, this is a Final Destination episode. Like, something (laughs) bad is going to happen to me. So I'm problem solving. I'm sweating. And I'm like, well, I don't even know what to do right now. And I took my phone, and I, like, flashed it in between the door handle and like the the wall Mm -hmm. and i saw that there was like a piece of metal that would move and then there was a piece of metal that wouldn't move and i would try to open the doorknob and i'm like this is it i am trapped (laughs) (laughs) so i was gonna yell but that would have been dramatic so i looked up the (laughs) so i looked up the tanning salon's number on google because i am a superior problem solver and I called the salon from inside the room. And the girl answered and I said, I didn't even say hello. I said, this is really awkward. I'm in room 13 and I'm very sure I'm locked in here. <laughs> and the girl said, what? <laughs> and she comes over and she tries to open it and it's not opening. And she like starts freaking out. She, well, no, before she started freaking out, she goes, are you sure it's unlocked? And I was like, bitch, it, you don't think I double check, triple checked that shit? Of course it's unlocked. And I said, yeah, I tried. And I said, I've tried a lot. Like, I even tried putting, like, my credit card in between the door to see if I could, like, jiggle it loose. Like, nothing was working. And then she, I could hear her. She was, like, whispering to her coworker. And she's like, oh, my God, I don't know what to do. What do we do? <laughs> and the one girl was like, call the manager. I don't remember the name, manager's name. Christy. Call Christy. And she was like, okay, um, I'm calling the manager. Are you okay? And I was like, I don't really have an option. <laughs> I'm stuck in here. <laughs> and she's like, we're going to get you out, okay? I have to call my manager. Can we get you anything? And I was like, get, you can't even get in here. What are you going to do, throw it over the wall? <laughs> like, I don't know. Here's a water bottle. Yeah. <laughs> and I, all I yelled back was, I'm really hot. And she was like, I'll go turn the air down, which didn't help because the bed was like radiating heat. (laughs) It was just getting hotter and hotter and hotter. You know what they did? What? Called 911. (laughs) They legitimately called 911. (laughs) The fire department came. The fire department blocked off the street. Oh my God. I'm not being like, this actually happened because when it, when everything was finally done, I went outside and the fire truck was blocking the street. I'm like, this is dramatic. I'm not dying. So anyways, the firemen come in, there's probably like four firemen and they're all like, are you okay? And I'm like, well, yeah, I'm fine. I just would like to go home (laughs) and I'm really hot. (laughs) That's all I kept saying. I'm sweating. <laughs> it was like a plea for help. As all, I'm sweating. Please get me out of here. And they were like, stand away from the door. And I went, wanted to yell back, no shit. I'm going to stand away from the fucking door. You think you're going to break down the door and I'm going to go down with it? No. I'm not that stupid. So I said back, yeah. I am away from the door. I'm standing in the corner. And I was. I was standing in the corner looking at myself in the mirror thinking about how much I fucking hated myself. I can't. <laughs> the firemen in their fire uniforms 
<laughs> busted down the door. Oh, wait, no. Before they did that, they said, do you have a bobby pin? I said, yes, I do. And they said, can you throw it over the wall? We want to see if we can, like, pick the lock. Mm-hmm. So I threw one over, and they were like, everyone's trying to look for it. And they're like, we can't <laughs> find it. Do you have another one? <laughs> yeah, sure. So I threw over another one, and the guy was like, got it. And then they tried picking the lock, and it didn't work. And that's when they told me to get away from the door. <laughs> Dude literally took a running start from in the bathroom because my room, the tanning room was across from the bathroom. He took a running start. I could hear him. He was like, think I could make it? He like backed all the way up into the door based on what I could hear. Busted into the wall and the whole, like, I'm surprised the wall didn't come down (laughs) in this chintzy ass place. Like the door did come down and I was free. I just, I'm speechless. It was the most traumatizing moment of my life. I was so embarrassed. I didn't, I like didn't even, I didn't know how to respond. I said, thank you. And then I ran out (laughs) and I never went back. EMT, so you check me out. Bye. I never went back. The girl was like, oh my God, like we'll give you free tanning. We'll give you free lotion. And I was like, next time. And then I ran out. I should have took them up on the lotion. That shit's like a (laughs) hundred dollars, but I don't need skin cancer. So. Uh, but you should have taken the lotion. Missed opportunity. I know. Do you think I should go back in and be like, hey, it's been uh, two and a half months. <laughs> I was the girl that was locked in room 13. Free can tanning for some, life. Can I get some lotion? And still, lotion. I'm having some uh, flashbacks being here. Can I get some uh, free tanning I'm and free lotion? I'm suing. Ooh. <laughs> I, I mean, you can't tell me that in those <clears throat> contracts you have to sign. All they care about is like you being aware that you can get skin cancer. I don't think there's anything in the in the fine print that says like, yo, in case you get locked in here, don't <laughs> sue. I could have been like, I have PTSD. I can't go to work. I need disability. <laughs> and you said that people were being overdramatic. <laughs> I would I wouldn't do that. <laughs> oh my gosh. I just picture you like looking at yourself in the mirror being I was playing. I was looking at myself watching the beads of sweat <laughs> drip down my face and I was thinking to myself, Miranda, I hate you. That's I mean you couldn't you didn't know that was gonna happen. But only we who name someone you know that that's happened to. Where the fire department comes and busts down the door. I mean, I think think both of us have gone through enough interesting things in life where we would have some pretty awesome two truths and a lie. True. Like, I know what mine would be in a heartbeat, and I always have it, like, ready to go. Not that I ever play this game with anybody anywhere, but it's just, (laughs) like... You never played it at, like, recruitment parties? Well, some stuff happened after college and after... Oh, can we play now? Yes, but I feel like you would know mine. So? What if I don't? You probably do, though. We can still play. Okay. I won't say it right away. I'll, I'll let there be, like, a, a pause so people, listeners, can guess, and then I'll say the, the truth. Okay. Or the lie. Okay. I'll say the lie. Okay. But um, then I don't want to go after you because I'm, I don't, I can't think of ones on the spot. <laughs> That's fine. I have a story related to this afterwards. Um, okay. So, two truths and a lie. Um... I've been to Mexico. I've swam with a whale shark. 
and I've been hit by a car. You're right. I do know the answer. <laughs> do, 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 do. Do you know it? Yeah. You've never been to Mexico. I've never been to Mexico. <laughs> I have swam with the wild whale shark, and I have been hit by a car, a minivan, in fact. Ding, ding, ding. Um, I was a pedestrian. I wasn't in a bike, on a bike, or in a car. I was reversed into by, <laughs> by a minivan. So that was fun times. Were right they elderly? Yeah, it was an old guy. He tried to reverse out of a roundabout. Wow. <laughs> and he just kind of plowed me over. And then he looked at me. I wonder if me. he got his license taken away after all that. I don't know. He looked at me and said I was fine and then went and parked his car. And I'm just like laying in the middle of a parking lot. <laughs> with You're a, fine. With a broken ankle and just like. Legitimately a broken ankle. She's not kidding. It was bad. It was bad. And then my two friends didn't believe that I got hit by a car, that they came over to my house a couple days later thinking that they would see me all fine and dandy and try to caught, like catch me off guard. <laughs> like, <laughs> bitch, you lying. We're coming to get you. I know. And then I opened the door and they're like, oh. oh. I was like, yeah. What did you think? I told you I got hit by a car. They're like, well, that doesn't happen to like, anybody ever. Yeah, only me. <laughs> it's like, well, you haven't met me. The weirdest things happened to me. Me too. But Two Truths and a Lie is an interesting game. I'll never forget the funniest game of Two Truths and a Lie was when I was at my previous job and I was running a group and we did that as an icebreaker. And this one girl, she goes, I'm nervous. She's like, she's like, okay, Two Truths and a Lie. She's sitting there. She was the nicest kid ever. She's like, um, I have a dog named Pumpkin. (laughs) Um, I've been out of the country, and I have a cat named Clock. (laughs) And we're like, everybody, you know, is like guessing. We're like, okay, which one is it? She goes, all of them. (laughs) We're like, what do you mean? She's like, none of them are true. (laughs) Uh, That's not how the game works. (laughs) So which one's a lie? All of them. We're like, who had to explain to her that's not how you play? I know, and it was so funny because she's looking around. She's like, I have a cat named. And then she looks at the clock. She's like, clock. <laughs> We're like, okay. What the fuck? Names their cat named clock. <laughs> Somebody might. I don't know. People have some I'm going to get a cat animals. now and name it clock. <laughs> Come here, clock. <laughs> Come on, it's time for dinner, clock. Um... Oh man, but yeah. Well, so it's good. I know. <laughs> I have a dog named Pumpkin. <laughs> oh man, some weird things have happened in our lives. Um Whew. But yeah, so we thought that we would kind of take a large portion of this podcast and tell you guys a little bit about us. Um but yeah. So, you know, kind of switching gears a little bit. Do you have any other stories you would like to tell? <laughs> no. I'm kind of out of breath. <laughs> You're so traumatized from reliving you being locked in the room that you worked yourself out of you guys, breath. That was so. Do so we need scary. to listen to September by Earth, Wind, and Fire? I know. <laughs> Should we pause it and listen to it? <laughs> no. My nose is still stuffed up. Think happy thoughts. Um, but yeah, so we just have a couple things that we would like to give our takes on um, as far as news stories go. Um. 
So yeah, the first thing that I read in the media is that, <laughs> is that the royals have reached 100 days of marriage. Wow. And all 100 of those days were also accompanied by articles <laughs> including Thomas Markle. <laughs> Someone put a muscle on that guy. <laughs> this whole family is a hot mess except for Doria. Daria? What's the mom's name? Daria? Who knows? I love her. Everybody She's else. cool. I'm talking about her like a real person. Yeah, she's cool. Um, So yeah, that's congratulations to them. I'm just waiting for that royal baby to come. Is she she pregnant? No. Oh. (laughs) I was like, that's news. I didn't hear that. (laughs) No. Um, So yeah, that's kind of our royal update. I feel like I'm on like royal update. I'll be the correspondent in the U.S. for the royals. Okay. Better than that, like, fake British lady on E! News. <laughs> I know who you're talking about. She's awful. I know she's not fake British, but she seems... I think she might be. She's fake royal. Like, she thinks that she's, like, in cahoots with them, and she's not. Thomas Markle <laughs> is closer to the royals than she is. <laughs> I've been outside waiting for them to come outside for ten days. <laughs> I wonder what Where the guy's name is. Buckingham Palace? <laughs> um, <laughs> Kensington Palace? What's Buckingham Palace? Why did I say that? Buckingham Fountain? <laughs> Buckingham. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Kensington Palace? Uh, yeah, that's. Kensington! <laughs> isn't that the name of Tavis Ravenel and Catherine's baby? Kenzie? <laughs> it's Kensington, I think. I have no idea. But in not-so-breaking news, um, Thomas Ravenel finally got the ball sack to break up with Trashley, so that's good news. What do you mean? What do you mean, what do I mean? What do you mean he finally got the balls to break up with He her? broke up with Ashley. It's about time. Oh. <clears throat> I thought she left him. No, I think he broke up with her. Those two are so crazy, so I, I don't know. I don't, she went dark on Instagram for a while and then she brought it back and she deleted like all pictures from those two together and she issued an apology where she like half-assed apologized to Catherine. I think the funniest video. I did video, see that with Danny. Yeah, the funniest video her. was Danny talking to Catherine being like, did you see the apology? That was really funny. Danny's comment was prime. Do you think somewhere a village is missing their idiot? <laughs> I'm sorry if you guys you guys need to watch this latest season of Southern Charm if you haven't watched it's it. It's so good. The show itself is really really good. Um, this past just watch season. all five seasons. It's easy to do. I did it about yeah, a month can, month's time. You can knock it out pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah, trust it's, me, you can. You really can. Um, but yeah, rumor has it that she's already dating another older man with probably more money. So. How did they even meet? Is it confirmed how they met? Just him being in, like, Santa Barbara? Is that where she's Thomas from? and Ashley? Yeah. Yeah, he went to go visit, and... But uh, what do you mean, he went to go visit? Like, what do you mean? He went to go do something out there. I don't know if he was, like, oh. visiting a friend or visiting somebody, and then he ran into her, and they were, like, talking, and I think he jokingly was like, move back to Charleston with me, and she's like, okay. <laughs> yeah. Up and I'll do fucking it. left everything. Oh, she's, she's an interesting person. With her hair flip. 
<laughs> she is I a very... cut her hands off during that scene. Yeah. Uh, the season was pretty frustrating, but next season should just be that much better because she shouldn't be in it. Um, but yeah, did we... Did you have any other news stories? Um, someone b- from Barstool calling, saying Pete Davidson had butthole eyes. Oh, <laughs> I don't know much about that story, so you have to explain a little oh bit about that. Oh my god. Okay, so one of the people that work at Barstool, I don't remember his name, he wrote, or I guess was blogging, and was talking about how Pete Davidson has sunken in eyes and they're they look like buttholes so he start he started referencing pete davidson's eyes as butthole eyes ariana grande saw this and started like calling barstool out and was like he has an autoimmune disease like what is wrong with you guys blah 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 well, I guess the whole reason why Pete Davidson has, like, sunken in eyes is because it's caused from dehydration, which, like, a lot of people with Crohn's disease are easily dehydrated. So, like, drink some water, dude. And... <laughs> and everyone was just going after him about the butthole eyes. And Ariana Grande was personally offended. But, like, she gave Barstool so much, like... What am I trying Notoriety? to say? Notoriety? She, she like gave them so much like free publicity mm-hmm. people are probably like well people that don't know barstool are probably like under a rock but like if anybody didn't know about barstool they were like well i wonder who these assholes are and then like people are going on the website people are going on their social media pages like so good for ariana grande for giving them free free press <laughs> oh man yeah i just i mean don't get me wrong i love her album i love her music that she puts out but i am over her and pete davidson i heard um i didn't know that pete davidson had borderline personality disorder diagnosed yes i did not know that did you this is completely wild i couldn't live with that this is completely unrelated moving away from this serious topic um cassie david just followed mac miller on instagram (gasps) shady Wow. When did those two start dating? I hope not, because she can do so much better. Mac Miller's a hot mess. People keep telling me to listen to his album. But I just, like, can't get his new one. But I can't, like, get myself to do it. Maybe I'll give it a try. Maybe. But, yeah, so um, that was interesting. I saw that little tidbit today. So, you know, I stalked her a little bit on Instagram. Got to know who she was a little bit. Yeah, I haven't really looked into her a lot. Um, but next time I see someone with, like, sunken in eyes, I'm going to start calling them butthole eyes. <laughs> <laughs> I hope I'm not around you when that happens, because I don't want to be punched. <laughs> hey, did you see so-and-so's butthole eyes? Get out of the way, butthole eyes! <laughs> Running down the street, pushing all the civilians it's out of the way. It's such a good insult. It really is. I'll give them that. Um... Oh, there we go. Oops. Oh, yeah. Sorry about that. Um, but, yeah. You know, I think that is about it as far as pop culture things go. We've kind of, like I said before, next Bachelor in Paradise. You said that you even fell asleep during it <laughs> yesterday. Yeah, like I said I was going to stop. Well, you said you were going to stop watching it. And I said, oh, I'll probably give it another try. Mm, I gave it another try yesterday. I fell asleep. It's on right now. 
probably turn it on when we're done. See what's going on. And I can't that'll believe be Chris, my cue to leave. I can't believe Chris and Crystal are like together. I kind of figured that would happen because it's like the two villains. Like, how can they not have a moment together? But then she was like hooking up with what's his name? I can't remember. That's so Connor. Specific. Connor from Becca's season came on to the show. Oh, and then, Connor's like, on Paradise? Yeah, he is now. And Crystal, Connor went right up to Crystal, and Crystal's like, honestly, like, I said that I was going to come here for you, but, like, I feel a really big connection with Chris, and I'm not going to go out on a date with you. And then he went and talked to a couple of the girls and then came back to Crystal and was like, even though you're, like, really feeling Chris right now, like, you said you came to Paradise for me, and so I think that we should, like, give this a shot. Even though she already went and told Chris, like, I'm here for you, baby. And then they, like, made out. And, like, Chris is going around like a little schoolgirl. And he's like, Crystal said she's here for me. And she's not going to go out with Connor. You know what she did? <laughs> Goes out with Connor. Uh-huh. Making yeah. it. They're, like, making out. So, actually, I don't know. We should watch this, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> so, I don't know. Maybe next week we'll actually talk about this. Um... But yeah, so I think that's what we're going to do is we're going to Well, first we'll listen to the Tokyo Drift soundtrack. (laughs) (laughs) No, we're not. When's my next train? Um, I got (laughs) it. Yeah, you got to get out of here. I have Um, it queued up, so. Guys, I'll play it as you leave. (laughs) (laughs) Should I ask to play it in my Uber on the way to the train station? (laughs) Yeah, it's called Tokyo Drift, parentheses, Fast and the Furious. It's by the Teriyaki Boys with the Z. My favorite. (laughs) We are on a very, like, Asian-themed evening with Chinese food and Tokyo Drift and just, like... Crazy Rich Asians. Yes, we do need to see that movie. Mm Mm-hmm. Movie night. Um... But yeah, as always, if you guys have any suggestions for things that you would like for us to talk about, feel free to reach out to us, um, either via social media or text us or, you know, find us on the street. Email. Email. LinkedIn. (laughs) Stop. I got three LinkedIn messages today. It was really I weird. I've never gotten a LinkedIn message. I'll send you one. Okay. <laughs> send you one on the I get, like, ride. the sponsored ones, but, no, like, those I, aren't real. My mailbox is flooded with them. Why? I don't know. I don't read them, and I don't respond to them unless it's important. I wish so people would send me LinkedIn messages. Hint, hint. I'll send you one. Um, But, yeah, otherwise, if you guys have any other topics, as always, just let us know. Um, and we look forward to doing this again. I don't know what our schedule is going to be because this weekend's Labor Day. So that's mm-hmm. why we are recording on a Tuesday and then Labor Day weekend. So we might take the weekend off and then go from there. Please don't do that. <laughs> <laughs> well, we'll record sometime next week. You sound so enthused. <laughs> well, I got sad of thinking about, like, not recording for a whole week. You're thinking about the dog video. I might be. <laughs> okay. We've got to go because we got to play some September by Earth, Wind, and Fire before Miranda starts crying. I've got to kill time until my next train so that I don't get stuck listening to the Tokyo Drift soundtrack. And, yeah, tune in until, tune in next time for another episode of Thank You for Your Time. As always, we appreciate you guys listening to us. Always. Follow us on social media. I can. I am at Twitter and Instagram at Natalie Haynes 25 
And Twitter and Instagram for me are at mir, M-I-R underscore D-U-H, duh, 22. And we finally got good at adding the stuff in the description. So if you uh, get confused or don't remember, go ahead and check there on iTunes. We are available everywhere where podcasts are available. And as always, thank you for your time. Thanks. Bye.